This is Pastoring Out Loud, a podcast for South City's Church in Lakeville, Minnesota. Are you interested in learning more about our church? Go to southcities.church. There isn't even a forward slash or anything. It's just southcities.church. Man. It's amazing. Feels It feels almost wrong that you got to do that one and not Daniel, you know. With I don't all, know. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty happy. Yeah. You to, I mean, you, you take vacation, you get what you get. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, hey, guys. Welcome to the podcast again. Dave and Stacy are the, the normal run-of-the-mill guests, I, I guess. <laughs> we've, uh, we've got the normals. Yeah. And then um, Matt Moore the is back abnormal. with us. He's, uh, he's, he's kind of taken Daniel's place for all of the, the whole Advent series. So, hey, Matt. Hey, Nick. Welcome back. Thanks. Good to be back. Um, so, Does anybody question. know why we asked Matt to take his place? Ethan asked me. Why do we, why do, we do that? <laughs> why is he here? No. No good reason. Ethan likes him. Good mm-hmm. enough. It's great. Good enough. Goes a long way. <clears throat> so we're, uh, when this podcast was released, we're, we're kind of like right in between Thanksgiving and Christmas. So we had the Thanksgiving meal, mm. right? I hope so. We know so. how much <laughs> Dave loves <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> kind of looking forward to the Christmas meal. In your guys' experience, is the Christmas meal like the same as Thanksgiving or is it different? And in what ways? Man. You're looking at me like I'm Man. crazy. That's you not are, that no, crazy of a question. More, that's a good question. It's, it's not a good question for me. Depends on like which grandma's house I'm at. Um, sure. That's true. Yeah. We've got consistent, like it's always my my family for Thanksgiving and Kelly's for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So they're always very different. Thanksgiving's like the all out Thanksgiving thing. And Christmas is typically either like a brunch type thing, like a lot of different egg bakes and breads and oh, stuff yeah. or it's like a soup thing if it's the afternoon depending on when because oh. we're both because her dad's a pastor I'm a pastor so depending on when services are and stuff it kind of switches around between morning and afternoon so it'll probably be soup this year sure and it Christmas Eve or Christmas Day Christmas Day ah gotcha yep what about you guys hmm. Matt and Stacy um we've since we've been married we've been doing Christmas Day with Talitha's family but I can't remember what we do I think her mom like orders from a restaurant I'm pretty sure. It's usually small. Yeah, it's usually mm. just four to six. Four yeah. to six of us. Like I've got a couple families uh, in addition to my family that I celebrate Christmas with in Wisconsin, and one of them I go there, and the night of our celebration we order Chinese food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Good. So yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. What about you, Stacy? Yeah, I mean, I don't think you can compare the traditional Thanksgiving Thank you. meal. Thank to, to whatever random things you might decide to do on Christmas. Right. I mean, it just kind of varies depending on, you know, what day it falls on or when we celebrate with certain people. Sure. I mean, I like a good ham. Mm. And so usually we do that for Christmas yeah. at mm. some point. But yep. mm. Thanksgiving, I don't know how you really top that. Well, yeah, when I do the Christmas meal with my parents, it's e- it's either one of two things. It's either we do ham and then all the same sides as we do on Thanksgiving. So the only thing that's different is the ham versus the turkey. Mm. But then we have the mashed potatoes. But how do you have the, the stuffing? The... You can't have the stuffing you stuff it. You without gotta, you gotta the stuff turkey. The ham. But we don't. When we do it in our family, we don't do the stuffing inside the turkey. Mm. We just make it separate. Oh, okay. Right. So sure. then you can do stuffing whenever you want to. <laughs> or we do steaks. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So 
It's one of the two. Peter's family growing up had the tradition of on Christmas Eve grilling steaks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And with fries, onion rings, and that would be pretty top also with Thanksgiving. So we do like grilled steaks and then cheesy potatoes and Caesar salad Mm. and... Mm. Yeah, and then some sort of really good. That sounds way better dessert. than Thanksgiving food. <laughs> oh, watch out, Dave will come over there. I do not like that's Thanksgiving a, that's food. A, oh, you don't? No. That's a foolish comment, oh, but that's okay. He's new. He's new. <laughs> Try to be hospitable. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we are. Uh, this will have released right after the second ser- ser- sermon. Ooh. There it is. Sermon in our series <laughs> of Advent. <laughs> kind of a tongue twister there. Um, and so this this week was peace. So that's the the topic. But before we even talk about that, Dave, we were talking earlier. Um, we just noticed that all of the Advent series are based on Psalms. Was there an intentionality to why you why you did that? Yeah. Um, I hope so, right? <laughs> It'd be good if there was. I think that for for me, it seemed like uh, we've we've been in Genesis uh, for a season, and then we were doing kind of this twelve week series where we've mainly been in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. So it seemed good to maybe go to a different genre and even you know different testament, um, just to continue to have the whole counsel of God bear its weight on us. But I think the Psalms are particularly helpful um, as a pastor. For about a decade now, I've just found that this season of Advent and Christmas, while it's kind of marketed to be happy and nostalgic, and for a lot of us, you know, we have a lot of those moments where they are happy and nostalgic. And, you know, you look around the room and mm-hmm. all your people are there and yeah. you're having all the food you like and you get to enjoy it. And those moments are real. For a lot of people, it's hard. You know, there's a uh, maybe a, uh, a loved one that, isn't here anymore, um, mm-hmm. or there's uh, a chronic uh, health or emotional thing that just makes the holidays harder to engage with that sort of full-hearted right. um, joy. And so I think the psalmists speak to you know the full life experience uh, in a unique way, even even in some ways compared to the rest of the Bible. You mm-hmm. know, they're they're just they're kind of where everyone goes, right? To to find the words that we need for the various situations that we're in uh, to talk to God about. So I think that just seemed appealing to me too. Yeah, that's great. Um, so with this uh, this theme of peace, um, that's the traditionally the second Sunday of Advent. And so like we said in the last podcast, we're kind of following the, tr- the traditional Advent progression of hope, peace, joy, and love. So we're on peace now. Uh, Dave, where did you kind of set it up? Where'd you go in the sermon? Um, what psalm did we did we go to? <laughs> it's really funny because he actually hasn't preached the sermon yet when we're recording this, but it will be released after the sermon. So where well, do you let think me, you're- yeah. Let me tell you where I went in the sermon yeah. uh, three weeks from I now. I just meant which passage. <laughs> I just meant which passage did you yeah, go to? Yeah. Uh, so I went to, I went to Psalm 63. And uh, Matt was pointing out before we started recording that the word peace isn't even actually, that word isn't mentioned in Psalm 63. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the reason I went to Psalm 63 is that it's this, uh, it's the psalmist here talking to God. Uh, It's David talking to God. And I think what's represented in the psalm is the idea of peace. And so when when I think of peace, 
what I what I don't mean is uh, just uh, kind of mystical tranquility <laughs> that I'm I'm grasping from some circumstance I'm in. I I mean um, a person that knows that ultimately they are at peace with God, which means that they know that God uh, knows them and loves them completely, and therefore it brings a deep soul level rest mm, mm-hmm. to their soul. <laughs> that didn't work, <laughs> but you know, hopefully I did better in the sermon when I preach it. Um, so, so, that, so that's what I mean by peace. That, that, that's, that's what I think, that's how I would describe it. And, and Psalm 63 is the psalmist uh, recounting how God's been his help, re- recounting how his soul clings to the Lord, recounting all the troubles and yet the steadfast love and care and protection and provision of the Lord mm-hmm. over and over again, such that he knows God is for me and I can rest. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what Psalm 63 is is doing, I think. That's great. Um, man, some <laughs> this is a kind of a silly question, but I mean, the world that we live in is so broken and hard and we see it all around. Is peace even possible like now? You know what I mean? Just like existential. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I mean, we would certainly believe the answer is yes, but just, I mean, compare like the experience of the world in searching for peace. And a lot of people just feel like it's elusive. They're never at rest. They're never, they, they just don't even know like what that means. And then you know, what's, how does that differ with what's available to us as Christians? I guess that's the question. Stacy and Matt, do you guys have any thoughts on that? What? Peace is possible. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Put it on the new Tell website. Tell me more. That's all I have. Put it on the new website. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, again, I feel like there's the vertical and the horizontal dimensions to that. Mm-hmm. So you can have mm-hmm. peace with God. Like Jesus came so that we could have peace with God and be reconciled to him. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think as we grow as believers and put to death sin, we can have peace with others, but there's still gonna be, you know, we're all still sinners. There's gonna be conflict. Mm-hmm. And so I think that there's some, there's always gonna be conflict right. in this world because we're all still sinners in addition to being saints, sufferers and sinners. Yeah, And so there's not gonna be peace on earth in that sense where we are right now, like in this time in redemptive history, mm-hmm. but there will be a day coming where there will be an end to all of that sin and conflict. Yeah, And we'll be at peace with one another fully too, but we can be at peace right now with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's connected to our topic on hope last time that it's like putting our trust in him. Like we can be at rest in him. Mm-hmm. Yep. No matter what right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and as we're, we're thinking about Advent, we're considering both the first and the second comings of Christ. Mm-hmm. So he's already come mm-hmm. and he's inaugurated his mm-hmm. kingdom. Mm-hmm. And so we can have peace with God, mm-hmm. but it's not fully fulfilled yet, right? It's not consummated. And so right. we're looking again to his second coming where there will be perfect peace and all suffering will be wiped away, right. no more sin, no more tears. There will be perfect peace. So it's kind of like we're in this, we're in you know, the overlap of the ages. 
Yeah. And it's, it's just really important to realize that in the midst of a world where there is no peace to be found, we can have peace in our hearts through Jesus because yeah. Yeah. he's come the first time and we're looking to his second coming. Yeah, I think, I think, I think there's categories that help <laughs> me think about it too. So if you're gonna think of like where the word peace comes from, it mm-hmm. really comes from the idea of shalom. Yeah. Right. The idea of shalom, um, and that that word encompasses kind of everything Stacy just talked about. Right. It's it's a vertical piece. Like I'm as a created one, I am at rest and in perfect relationship with my Creator. Mm-hmm. That rest and perfect relationship, that peace, makes me at peace horizontally <laughs> with mm-hmm. those around me. And I think that you can even add the categories now living in the overlap of the ages. Like there's objective peace. Like I am always at peace with God in that God's wrath is never coming for mm-hmm. me again because of Jesus. And then I want to, I think what Stacy's talking about is I want to, uh, by the power of the spirit, live in that peace experientially mm-hmm. with God as I fight sin and fight for joy and all that he's done in the gospel and with others, you know, I think of the verse like, in as much as it depends on you, live at peace with all people. Right. And I think that is, I think that that can only happen. I can only seek peace with others when I believe that I'm at peace with God. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So the horizontal and the vertical, they go together as part of this whole idea of shalom. And to your point, the next time shalom happens, perfectly, completely, where all the healing and restoration of the whole cosmos (laughs) happens will be when Jesus comes back the second time. Mm -hmm. And and he makes all things new vertically and horizontally forever. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I think think those are helpful as I think about kind of the the whole Bible picture of what we're after. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And it's so helpful for Advent, right? To be able to think think forward and to set our hearts on that coming mm-hmm. hope of mm-hmm. perfect peace yeah. that is to come. Mm-hmm. So great. Yeah, Matt. I, uh, one of the things I love about the Psalm that you chose um, to meditate on peace is that he's not at peace <laughs> in the first couple of verses. And so, you know, like, like you were saying, we have this objective uh, peace, but that we are at peace with Jesus, but how do we like practically draw on that and then appropriate Mm -hmm. it? Mm -hmm. Um, Even the word believe, it's kind of like, well, what does that even mean? What does it look like? How do I do it? Mm -hmm. I know I should feel at peace because I'm at peace with Jesus, but I don't. So how do I do it and move toward it? Mm -hmm. And in Psalm 63, two, well, one, he's, uh, his soul's thirsting, his flesh is fainting. He's in a dry and weary land. And then he looks upon God. Mm-hmm. He uh, he looks upon him in the sanctuary. So he positions himself in a practical way to look upon God and to behold his power and his glory mm-hmm. and his steadfast love that is better than life. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's really helpful. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just he's just sitting around just thinking I should feel this way and I don't. And and, and um, you know, Jesus is good and I should. Mm-hmm feel something in relation to that. Yeah. But he goes and he goes to church, you know, <laughs> he positions right. himself. He leans into these practical things yeah. that enable him to look on God. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think the words here, uh, 
Yeah, he goes to church. He remembers him when he's laying in his bed. Mm-hmm. He clings to him. Even those kind of words give us an idea of what does it look like? You know, because we all know what it looks like to cling to something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're going, oh, that, that's what it's like mm-hmm. to try to fight for peace, you know, or, oh, yeah. We all, I mean, I've, I've said it a lot in sermons. Like when I'm going to bed, that's when the failures and concerns of the day want to come and assault me. And I think this psalm has always been helpful for me. Just remember Jesus when mm-hmm. you're laying in your bed <laughs> and remember who he is, you know, that he's the king. Right. Um, and so I think, I think Matt's right that the, the Psalms are helpful in the appropriating what is objectively true into our lives. Yeah, so. that's great. Anything else you guys want to mention about peace in Advent? Uh, I should mention that in December through this Advent series, we're not doing the recap part of the podcast because we're basically recapping the sermons as we talk about the themes of Advent uh, each week. So uh, that'll restart back again in the in the new year. Mm. Um, so, all right. Well, thanks, guys. Next week, uh, we'll talk about the, the Advent theme of joy. So we'll talk to you then.